Welcome to Rejuvify. If you're a new listener, welcome. Glad you're here. Today's topic, what we're going to be delving into right now, is about how all the tools we need for self-growth, to discover love, to be at our best at our work, and with people around us, with creative work, mastery, all the tools we need are inside of us, because inside we're connected to what we call consciousness, to the source of life itself, the essence of life that is unseen, unmanifest, the world, the realm of mm, the inner realms, yes, all the tools are inside. And let's discover them. Let's discover what they are, how to use them. Hmm. It's 4 a.m. right now. I was, no, 4.22. Oh, just missed 4.20. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I was going to go to sleep, but then I got a phone call from one of my friends. And uh, she just needed... Um, some want to hear a story <laughs> um, and I listened and turns out that this podcast has been helpful for um, people with people experiencing anxieties and some discomfort and unease and uh, yeah I just want to point out that if you are experiencing that and you're finding that this space um, here in Rejuvify with your host, John Tay, is helping you feel grounded and relaxed and at ease um, and slow it down, then I'd like to point, point out to you that it's not just... Uh, me here that's holding this space but it's also something inside of you is responding to this space responding to this level of uh, energy this atmosphere this vibe so we're both holding this space together we all are Otherwise, if it wasn't really inside of you at this stage, um, then you wouldn't really find this attractive. Um, you would feel that oh, this guy just talks slow and um, says ah more than he should and would probably have um, stopped listening to this podcast by now. So... Just the fact that you find this attractive and helpful in any way and relaxing, then it's something inside of you that's responding. So I like to bring your focus and your attention to the inner world, the tools inside 
um, rather than relying on the externals. Because mm. all the powerhouse is really dormant, waiting to be awakened, just to be rattled up and recognized and remembered, re reawakened. All this um, sort of <laughs> hippie language, they were true. Yeah. They're inside of us. So how do we go about discovering them? Well, we first remove the blocks um, of the negative self-talk and uh, our distorted perception of reality that's um, filtering out, you know, from seeing the world as it is and uh, only having like a selected view depending on well how we were raised our background our upbringing and our ed education and conditioning but there comes a point where willingness comes in very handy and willingness is one of the major tools that's available to us and from that point, rather than being a result of the past or the past uh, experiences, including traumas and your resentments from past relationships, upbringing with the shortcomings of our parents and their parents and their parents and their parents, and the limitations of the culture we find ourselves in, any religious affiliations. Yeah, rather than being a result of the past, with willingness, we choose and um, envision the ideal we would like to hold ourselves up to, we choose. And we're drawn to the future by our ideal self with a capital S. So we don't have to be a result of the past. If you picture our life as a cor corridor and there's a long canvas along the corridor and we're painting, we're drawing as we go along on our life canvas, uh, we don't have to be looking back and repeating the same patterns over and over. We can actually look forward, look at the blank canvas and actually reflect on what we would like to draw, what we would like to create and what sort of relationship we would like to experience. And um, yeah, contemplate on how to experience and be filled with lovingness and kindness. Mm, all these words that sound nice, such as lovingness, well, let's like take it a little further and say unconditional lovingness and kindness and compassion and forgiveness, 
may sound very abstract and idealistic. Um, and often that is because we don't have a reference experience to actually understand what those words mean, not just intellectually, but experientially. Um, and this is the difficulty, difficult part for me, um, communicating verbally with language and um, intellectually. Because once you experience the uh, warmth, well, we often experience it quite easily with our pets. Uh, warmth and lovingness, unconditional lovingness of a dog when you come home and just wagging the tail, so happy to see you and just you think thinks you're the best thing in the world and uh, purr, purr of a cat on your lap or on your chest that's so soothing uh, if we're fortunate enough to have loving pets around or uh, have experienced a love that isn't controlling or manipulative or isn't about um, what I need but it's more of how can I serve you not because I want something back from you but because it just feels good to give and serve and from a place where I'm fulfilled and uh, coming from a place of contentment and already good enough and abundant and overflowing rather than um, even though I feel really crap, I'll make some sacrifices and uh, do my best to help you. But the downside of that is it comes at a cost of um, internal well-being because we're, our cup's empty and there's nothing to give and we're forcing it so much to give to the other person and when the other person doesn't recognize it and uh, respond uh, and give back to us then we feel resentment and anger uh, that it's not being recognized and returned and yeah it then from that point it's easy to be poor me and look at me the world against me and stay in a victim mentality which can be self-perpetuating and difficult to break out of to a place of true abundance of mm, good emotions positive life-supporting emotions that people just feel good by being around you by you just simply being yourself.
not because you bought something for them, not because you did them a favor, not because you told them nice things in front of other people or to them, because it's just so comfortable and grounding and soothing and nurturing. Um, just the sheer presence. <sighs> hmm. If you've listened this far, I am assuming that you recognize what I'm talking about beyond what I, my words, and you can um, subconsciously almost recognize. Mm, that there's an alignment um, of the words that's being spoken right now and the energy or the intention behind what is being said is in alignment. So that's the experience mm, that you're recognizing. And when people around, I mean, animals recognize it. I notice my, our dog Hootie here, Houdini, will just, uh, by me just getting close to her, she'll wag a tail and once I start patting her, she'll take a deep breath and she literally does that. And, uh, I'm not talking to her like this to you, um, but she feels it. And people, well, the nervous system and the mirror neurons of that of humans are, I would say, more intricate than dogs or cats. And so if dogs and cats can recognize it, then uh, surely. Mm, as humans are biologically down to the biological level designed to be able to connect with another and empathize yeah mm. so the tools are all inside of us uh, we start when we start becoming aware of our patterns and uh, our past and how that may have influenced us and to the person we are today, when we be start becoming more self-aware and we find um, teachings or people or uh, places like the beach, nature, um, certain people, um, certain teachings, self-help, spiritual teachings and whatnot. We are attracted to them and uh, we assume that it's that outside certain music, you know, being in nature definitely does help actually. <laughs> But, yeah, we assume that it, it's the things outside that's making us feel good on the inside. But 
in actuality, in reality, what is happening is that uh, the inner mechanism to feel calm and relaxed and content are the blocks to that are just removed and the process is happening within us so what may what is happening is the um, blocks to that are temporarily removed or the mind has become more quiet out in nature um, or when um, we're looking into an eye to deepen the eyes of a lover after making love or um, babies and dogs the mind tends to quiet down or when we're in a flow state um, doing something we love yeah, honing the craft of mastery and we're so uh, there's no distraction of thinking about the past the future what we're gonna do tomorrow or bills and we're just so present that the blocks removed and the inner mechanism uh, or the inner process of feeling soothed nurtured relaxed and calm just comes through so it it's inside of us in meditation um, similar brain activity happens in meditation and in flow state in extreme sports so really even if you're relying on um, yeah ex extreme sports which a lot of um, scientists study to study the nature of flow state and the optimal state of the mind peak experience if you can experience that sitting still then really it's not the activities or things that's outside it's yeah the tools are inside hmm Hmm. That's really it. <laughs> yeah. And a uh, similar thing can be said about triggers. I've uh, met a few people recently who talk about triggers and uh, that certain topic or certain places certain people certain um, things will just trigger them and uh, and feel oh I'm now being triggered and then the anxiety or depression or all those um, negative emotions anger is a big one for for men but also for women. Uh, 
Um, yes, assuming that the triggers are outside of us again. What's happening is um, similar to how all the useful tools are inside of us. The reaction is happening inside of us and how we perceive the trigger is uh, again the process that's happening inside if <laughs> I'm like hmm this could be triggering for some people you trying to take the trigger away from me that people that person triggers me this happened to me you know you can't say otherwise well hmm that's a tricky position because mm. uh, there's recognizing what um, quote-unquote triggers us but then there's also maintaining that uh, process of A causing B me to react in certain way and uh, may I bring your attention to to the process that that's really putting our inner power on external we're giving our power away to an external stimulus and we're sort of um designating that thing to making us feeling certain way and assuming that we have no control over it all we got to do is avoid that trigger at all costs hmm yeah that's really giving our power away and uh, to put it bluntly it takes it we're sort of delaying ourselves from taking responsibility that it is my perception is how I perceive the situation that is making me feel quote-unquote triggered it's not the external stimuli that's outside. It's we start claiming our true power when we start claiming responsibility for the inner processes that's happening inside of us. There's a useful saying that instead of trying to get rid of thorns in the world, just make and wear sandals. Hmm. So try instead of trying to change other people, change the society, change the world to suit our beliefs and wants and desires. 
no matter how we feel justified, how much we feel justified um, about what we believe in, um, it's more, way more effective to just make a sandal, so to speak, meaning that our inner ecosystem, our um, emotional intelligence, so to speak, is strengthened, our inner garden, we nurture it, and uh, we're immune, we become immune to external uh, things from destroying our inner peace, inner garden. All we got to do is just keep an eye on it, take out the weeds, and uh, remember to water it. And the process itself becomes enjoyable. Start seeing the sprouts and watching it grow, watching our emotional and uh, intellectual, spiritual immune system and our own inner ecosystem being nurtured and flourish. Mm. It, the more we go on this path, on this journey, the more it becomes rewarding and enjoyable. Each step, each progress is rewarding in itself. Um, in overcoming difficulties, realizing that this too shall pass, mm, that the times that seem negative will doesn't last forever um, and it's also helpful to remember that whatever resist tends to persist so experience it fully uh, be open to it um, but then again it's up to you how much you're willing how much you're willing to work through at this point in time um, but also remember that all fear is an illusion all fear is an illusion. There's nothing to be afraid of. You are deeply loved forever. You are taken care of. Uh, hmm. How is it that we're... Uh, there's nothing to fear. And that fear is an illusion. How is it so? Hmm. <laughs> well, let me try and explain the unexplainable and verbalize the unspeakable. And, uh, yeah. It's because our sense of self isn't just restricted to our body. I think that's. where um, a lot of anxiety and fear of death and lack of purpose and meaning in life stems from is that we is the modern hmm, Newtonian scientific way of understanding and that the our sense of self is 
purely a byproduct of the activities of the brain that if our brain ends then so do we um, and it's becoming very what's well, not so much common knowledge yet but in science it is being discovered that that is simply an outdated paradigm or outdated look on reality and we really are not limited to our physical body in the sense that once the body <laughs> disintegrates the sense of self, the subjective experience continues and this is being proven with thousands and thousands of case studies of near-death experiences with um, the technology of resuscitation and people going to the other side and coming back and the common theme amongst stories and that it's not just a activity of the dying brain or people is hallucinating um, there is a neurosurgeon who had a near-death experience and oh, I couldn't, can't remember his name right now but he wrote a book called Proof of Heaven haven't read his book but watched his uh, speech that's like an hour and a half and some of his other speeches which was really touching but he, this is a doctor, medical doctor, surgeon, neurosurgeon who had a rare virus attack that only happens to infants mostly, newborn babies, but um, yeah, he had this happen while he's a doctor and the outer layers of his brains were eaten up, his brain was literally filled with pus um, and he was in a coma and had this life transformative experience while he was his brain was damaged so when he came back he was skeptical he was like where in the brain did this experience did this activity happen and it couldn't have been in the brain all the other doctors were baffled but this is just one of the many near this death experiences that there is uh, the life <laughs> continues on after the physical body comes to an end so hmm hmm what helped me understand within <laughs> with someone like me with a scientific reasoning and logical brain way of thinking with the um, engineering mechanical engineering background is that in physics energy cannot be created nor destroyed 
and in thermodynamics, heat cannot be created nor destroyed, only change forms. So life itself cannot be created nor destroyed, only change forms. So there you have it. Reincarnation, hmm, yeah, and life after death, well, we say death, but death really isn't a possibility for life, hmm, the body may come, stop working, but that's uh, nothing to fear, because no death is possible. Then we start really delving into the spiritual reality, which we'll cover in further episodes. But we got um, more deep than I thought I would, uh, talking about the tools that's available inside. So, hmm. yes, I hope you found found that somewhat empowering. That um, all that's needed, all that's required, is inside of us, because the essence of life, the source of life, from unmanifest to manifest world. We're deeply, deeply connected, all of us, interconnected, inseparable, it's not possible. <laughs> hmm. So all that's required is the willingness to be open to that and the intention to learn from experience rather than staying as a victim and taking responsibility for where we are, total radical acceptance of where we are now. And if you're feeling resentment or um, fear or things that trigger you, then that's a sign that those are the place to look to see why are we feeling that way? Or, actually, you don't even have to know why. You just have to accept that it's there and this too shall pass. And without resistance, it doesn't persist. It runs out. The negative stack runs out. And the cool thing about this process is that once you remove a block, the whole stack comes to come down of its own gravity. The whole structure becomes weakened once you take one out. Say, for example, you choose to let go of anger. That um, then that is connected to getting rid of fear of uh, losing or fear of, yeah, fear of loss or fear of non-approval. 
you're not angry about, anymore about those things, about other people not recognizing your efforts because you know yourself that you did your best and it just feels good to give so you don't need others return and it becomes progressively unconditional way of being in this world of giving and nurturing ourselves there's an analogy that comes to my mind um, that when an airplane's going down they always say to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before trying to put it on to other people even if they're your children okay so if you're not helping yourself if your cup's not fulfilled then you're going to run out of oxygen and uh, we're all going to die <laughs> in that sense but then we won't because when the physical body die, well stops breathing then life goes on <laughs> in a different realm and mm, just dipping our toes in the into the spiritual pathways um, this earth is a is a perfect learning ground to for our spirit to evolve and learn the lessons that are to be learnt hmm so that's what's happening here <laughs> yeah We'll delve into those topics further. I don't know which episode, but I just know that the more I we go on this uh, on this journey together in this podcast, that that's the way we will be heading, and that's uh, just that's what takes up most of my attention that's what my life is aligned to all my uh, values and my intentions my motives are just naturally now aligned to that so all these uh, all the things that I end up contemplating on uh, and the effort that I put in it naturally just geared towards this so I would like to invite you to set your intention to learn from experience and grow from them and to mm, to not even resist the positive emotions because they're around and just like we resist the negative emotions and try to avoid them, we may be subconsciously resisting all the beauty in this world and the small, simple pleasures and lovingness and friendliness and kindness and forgiveness and compassion that we could be accessing could be part of just bathing in, in embracing one another sharing food 
you know, listening to beautiful music. Um, yeah, all that could be being resisted, and again, that's an inner process. Hmm. So, less dependence on external circumstances or people or relationships even and recognizing our inner power that's dormant mm, waiting to be awakened and that will flow into our relationship with ourself, our own self-talk how we feel about ourselves just being able to love ourselves in front of a mirror just running the hands over the body and just mm, making sounds and just moving and feeling good smiling at yourself and telling yourself you're great today is a great day to be alive I love you I love people I love this air I'm breathing right now feels so good filling up my lungs at my stomach so glad that I'm not on Mars right now where there's no oxygen just mm, breathing in and there's it's fruit season right now there's mangoes light trees are back in season how good blueberries were so good this year mm. raspberries are a little bit more expensive than blueberries but they're so great coconuts just whole raw coconut the water and the coconut flesh three dollars from Coles and Woolworths ah so good yes and that flows out to people around us people sense that we're feeling joyful content and we don't have to try to give it's naturally just being in that space is nurturing to people around us and to ourselves hmm. just being grateful for where we are in life which comes with acceptance radical radical acceptance and not being afraid to admit negative qualities about ourselves but not wallowing in it I could keep going I was going to keep this one short but I think I've covered the main topics I would only be repeating them to sort of reinforce them or express them in different ways, different point of views. But the principles, remember the principles, remain the same. The tools are inside of us. The love is inside. It's not the other person or the external conditions. It's the inner in the conditions in the heart <laughs>
hope I didn't sound too cliche, but the cliches are true. <laughs> Experientially. Mm. <sighs> I've been doing alms for our dog, Hootie. Mm, and she's been loving it with uh, my housemate, Jesse. You've met um, last time on the last episode on this podcast. And when we give our friends some of our beautiful lady friends hugs, we'll do an arm for them. So I like to do an arm for you. It's just like soothing, low vibration that's gentle and mm, got a bit of a depth and relaxing. Mm. I'll do it with Jesse next time as well. I noticed I haven't been doing the 10 minute uh, meditations recently. Like I've been in the uh, other episodes from the start, but OMS pretty good too. Mm. We are right next to railway. (laughs) So I think you'd be able to hear that on the mic right now. Yeah, trains going past. Literally, there's a fence, the big, a tall wall for a uh, you know, sound barrier. <laughs> yeah, right next to it. Some people are like, oh, it's kind of nice, you know, listening to train sounds. Though I'm like, yeah, I wish I was a little further away and I'd enjoy it more. I reckon, <laughs> but gotten used to it. So here's an arm, and we'll wrap it up after the arm should I put the intro I'll put the intro after the arm okay do three arms
kind of sound like didgeridoos, don't they? Hmm. Okay. Thank you for tuning in and sharing this space. Uh, we'll be with you next time once again. Okay. Namaste. I was in Nepal last year and I love saying Namaste every time, all the time. Namaste. 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 It's like being in a like the whole country is a yoga studio it's great good feels all right here's the outro music mm. goodbye see you later